Assalamu alaikum, brother. Welcome back to our podcast. This is a podcast about black mental health and race, a conversation between two brothers. Before we get into our conversation about uh, depression during the holidays, especially Christmas time, and those that isolate maybe subconsciously or purposely, intentionally, I wanted to ask you one question, brother. Did they play Doodoo Brown? I want to rock. I want to rock. I want to rock right now. <laughs> Bro, you, you, you just showed your age. <laughs> I hope the audience don't know what we're talking about, but <laughs> the fact that you asked that question, bro, I, I don't even want to feel like I'm on your level. I, I, I don't even want to feel like I should be ashamed of myself, right? Bro, I don't even want to act like I know what you what, what you're talking about, bro. I'm, bro, if there's it, a potential audience, I don't know what this dude is talking about. I, you know, you're I'm a church gonna, boy in that story. I'm going to leave you out there all by yourself with that one. I don't know what, I don't know what this Negro is talking about. And on that note, uh, welcome back to the podcast, Dr. Moore. <laughs> uh, we were talking about, uh, we're going to try to keep it lighthearted and Merry Christmas to the audience. And, um, we wanted to talk about uh, depression during the holidays, particularly Christmas, New Year's, where people may isolate intentionally or subconsciously. Um, maybe even religion has a, has a um, role in why you isolate. And um, let's put it in your trustful hands, brother. Well, I think I'll start off by saying, bro, I think it's a blessing that you and I are even having this conversation tonight. <laughs> yes, sir. Because I, I, I did not um, <laughs> anticipate me having the wherewithal um, to, to have this podcast tonight <laughs> right. or to, put, be able to participate. <laughs> but um, I got home in a decent enough time where I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This, I may this be able probably, to do it. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I, you know, I, this is the time we normally go on. <laughs> and while I was initially about to fall asleep, I said, "You know what? Let me just let me hit Brother Douglas up and see if he got." Only to be asked the doo-doo brown question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that would uh, <laughs> tickle your funny bone, brother. <laughs> I know in the strip club when they played that song. <laughs> A lot of cash would start flying. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fact that you're saying that speaks volumes to the last time you was in the strip club. It's been a while, brother. Hey, a yeah, long bro, while. Look, yeah, because uh, one, one anybody's playing, if anybody's playing that in a strip club today, <laughs> that strip club is not a strip club that you want to be in. And Magic it City. Of, it, it is full of fat old grandmas <laughs> with gunshot wounds in their legs. Great grandmas. <laughs> A BBL at eighty six. Can you imagine what the young people are gonna look like with all of these tattoos and BBLs and big breasts? 
when they turn 86 and those things yeah. flatten out like a tire and droop because of gravity? I can. I can. Could you imagine how they're going to explain that to their grandchildren? <laughs> Why does grandma look like that? <laughs> no, no. But they, the grandchildren are going to be so, so different. Hmm. It's, 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 bro, it's going to be different, bro. Hmm. Indeed. One day we'll get into a podcast on that and the therapy that comes from strip club, if any. Um, but now let's stick to um, this religion, isolation, and uh, big depression, big holidays. Okay. All right, let's get into it. Where you want to start? Um, what is this isolation for? Whether it happens subconsciously or maybe it happens on purpose because you're diff- from a different religion or a different ideology? Well, I, I, I think that it is different for different people, right? So, um, holidays for, you know, certain people, it's a big, it's a big deal. Um, and they make it a big deal. It has been a big deal for them. So, they, they love this time of year. And then for other people who uh, this time of year is very sad time of year, very difficult time of year because they they have lost loved ones. Um, so for some people, this time of year is very 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 stress stressful for them because they feel isolated, they feel alone, they don't have a wife, don't have kids, um, or if they do have, you know, a wife and kids, those people aren't there. And those people aren't an active participant in their lives during right. this time. And so their ideology about it, their understanding about it, is this is a time for loved ones to be together. Hmm. And when that's not happening for them, it makes them depressed. Right. So Even the kids feel it. Like uh, the kids would say, we can't relate to dad. Well, I, I felt like that. And I, and I hated these holidays for that same reason. Right. But I hated it because I was poor. Right. Right. And because I was poor, I saw other kids and other people <laughs> really excited about this holiday. Hmm. And we're getting all these gifts. So you would always look outside and you see kids riding their bikes, <laughs> you know, kids, you know, on their new toys and all this other stuff. <laughs> yes, sir. And if you were poor, all you would do was watching other people enjoy hmm. that day. So it was it it, it was um, a difficult time for me, um, and then growing up in Islam, I mean, you couldn't celebrate it at all. Right, not so even mention it. It was unmentionable. Yeah, so I was poor, broke, and you know Muslim. Hmm. So it so that this time it was really a difficult time for me, um, and then bringing that into my family was even more challenging because right. You know, my family was kind of like, well, I, my family really didn't know anything different in terms of the way I raised them. Right. But looking back at it now, I feel like, you know, I was, you know, kind of selfish in right. saying, hey, this is what I'm saying. This is how this is going to go down. I feel the you same know, way. I, I felt like I was being selfish and I, I could have opened up a little but um 
then you then you you run the risk of not being true to your religion or true to your ideology ideology yeah you gotta find a balance between all that right um, all that foolishness and and uh-huh. that's what we can say as a a, a consolation or a soothing word to anyone that may be of a different uh, mindset uh, during these holidays. Don't um, spoil it for everybody else. If you don't believe, that's fine. But um, you don't even have to participate. But um, the way to break the cycle of isolation is to at least let the people that are... um, are into that tradition, let them have their fun. Like, um, yeah, right. At, at, at the end of the day, don't it's itch. Don't don't make it. Don't make it too serious. Right. If you feel a certain way, let that be your way. Right. Let, let that be your ideology. But don't make that incumbent upon other people. You know, if you choose not to do that, choose not to do it. Right. right? But don't make other people feel bad about them doing it right and and that's what you were saying about um people being turned off by some of the things that we're talking about especially if they don't feel it if they don't feel that it, it's about uh black power if they don't feel it's about um not celebrating christmas who are we to tell them that they can't um actually we're pushing them further apart from us and um, I think Malcolm even said uh, we have to meet the people where they're at. Yeah, Malcolm said you you have to love the people more than they hate themselves. Hmm. <laughs> it may be too deep for some, but uh, I think some will get it, brother. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, anything on depression during the holidays? People that that. Um, don't feel the Christmas spirit or the um, Kwanzaa spirit. Let's say happy Kwanzaa starts tomorrow for those in the black conscious uh, community. But well, it, it starts, Kwanzaa... It starts, it, it starts the after Christmas, actually. It starts on the 26th. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, I said so, I did say tomorrow, which is actually wrong, wrong because tomorrow is the 25th. Well, today right. is technically... Well, we're in the 25th, so you're right. <laughs> It is tomorrow. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. But well, it it's just the early part of the day. So right. That's why it's, out. it's technically the yeah. 25th. Yeah. yeah. And so I celebrate Kwanzaa in my house. Um, awesome. I've always celebrated Kwanzaa in my house. So my, my kids have grown up with the Kwanzaa cam- cameras. Mm. Um, um, and the tradition of um, each day talking about what Kwanzaa means to us. So we, we've done that traditionally. Mm-hmm. Any and, any type of um, empowerment that can come from these different types of belief and traditions in the black community, or is it irrelevant? So, I think the way I, I think I feel about it is there's something. Um, when it comes to the holidays that we call seasonal depression. Hmm. Right? And so, 
people become depressed around the holiday time um, for a number of reasons. You know, some of them that they've lost a loved one, some of them that they, that they are alone. Hmm. Um, so the holidays and the way that it is built up to be and that this is the time of joy, this is the time of celebration, this is the time of, you know, setting goals for the new year. And when they are in a place of feeling like, well, I don't think, you know, I'm feeling festive, or I don't feel like my life is where I wanted it to be, or where I want it to be, and I don't know how to get it there, and I don't know how to feel happy during this time. Well, I lost my mom, or I lost my loved one, or I lost my dad, uh, or a child, or whatever it is. Um, during these times, that makes it more difficult for them. Um, my, my word of advice, or I, I don't know that I can make, make them feel better, mm-hmm. but, you know, um, I'll just say that this too shall pass. Um, excellent point. It, it seems simplistic, but um, it's actually the the work that we need to do put in um and that's why it's simple but effective because the only way to let the things that hurt you pass is to engage in um not isolate you have to do the opposite of isolation because isolation is just going to make you feel worse Yeah, you left to your own thoughts. Hmm. They get bigger like a snowball effect. Yeah. And it's dangerous to be up inside your mind Hmm. by yourself without a dog. Hmm. Especially when you see people around you enjoying themselves for for the holidays like this. Or looking like they enjoy themselves. That is correct, sir. Um, In terms of empowerment, let me say this. Um... We're not going to um, agree on everything. We're not going to want to um, have um, a monolithic um, approach to um, empowerment or just unity. But what we can do is that if we are going to spend money for Christmas gifts, um, I wouldn't say not spend it. But um, how do we spend it so that the commun- the money stays in our community at least seven times before it goes out? How about that? Well, uh, I, I don't know that that's realistic. I think right. that um, that's idealistic. I don't think it's realistic. Right. Um, it's good if you can make it, you can make that happen. Well, maybe but we I, need I, to be more manufacturers than consumers. And then it wouldn't well, be so... Um, Unrealistic. Yeah, but 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 now you start to make certain things incumbent incumbent upon people um, that are that are not that driven to do that, right? Right. So, um, which leads right that, back to the alienation. Yeah. So I think it's great that you think that way, and I think that you should leave that to you, right? Hmm. If that's when you feel. And I think that that's something that you should do. Great, but point. I think that you trying to make that and coming to put other people will make will make their de- depression 
would make their seasonal depression, would make their holidays worse. So, you know, people that don't think like you think, it's not fair to them to say, well, you know, if you're going to spend money, make sure you spend it in your community. If, you, if you're going to do X, Y, Z, make sure you do it this way. That's not the way that they've been conditioned to think. So they don't think like that. They're not going to think like that. Mm-hmm. Trying to force them to think like that takes them out of that. Um, you know, there's a saying that says, that says ignorance is bliss. Right. Um, right so when you start to remove them from that ignorance there's a responsibility that comes with not being ignorant Hmm. right you have to be careful about how you say that to someone right right so you and I having this conversation we could talk about that (laughs) but to say to someone that they're ignorant or to acknowledge that someone's ignorant it devalues them it makes them feel a certain way right and so you have to be very careful about the company that you keep mm. um, and and what you say and how you say it to them, right? Mm. But I think outside of that, I think it's more about what you need to do as opposed to what they need to do. Right. Right. So for me, like, like, like if I was having a conversation with a friend earlier and I was saying, you know, what I realized about my house is that you know, I grew up liking things that are tidy, liking things that are, <laughs> you know, everything, you know, in clean, place. It, right, right in that place. Well, what I realized is that I could make my wife very, very miserable hmm. by coming home complaining hmm. about what she did or didn't do, hmm. right? I, I can attest but, to that because I made my wife miserable. And I right. didn't realize that it was subconscious, but um, it it made for a very um, hostile household to come home to. Yeah, because if you're gonna walk in the house, and the first thing you're gonna start doing is complaining. That'd be a problem, right? So what I realized is that if this is really a problem for me, if it really really is a problem for me, then I I should probably fix it. Right. Right. So I don't think the being, audience get that, that. You need to say that again. Right. So what I realize is that if something is really, really a problem for me, then I should fix it and not expect for someone else to fix it. Hmm. Right. So it's not fair to me. If I come home and the dishes aren't done or dinner isn't done. Right. And I'm, I'm like, why these things aren't done, right? If I come, if I walk in the door with that attitude, it's automatically a problem, right? Hmm. God forbid if I want to ultimately lead that into sex, hmm. right? So let me leave sex out of that for right hmm. now. But if I walk in the door, or if I wake up, and I think that things aren't in order. Really, it's really coming to me to, to say, you know what? I don't like where the room looks right now. Let me clean it up. Mm-hmm. I would like for her to have cleaned it up, but she didn't. So I'm going to clean it up because what I know at the end of the day is that if I clean it up, I'm I'm going to feel good about it being cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Right? And you, you didn't have to alienate anybody to do it. I 
ain't have to make nobody feel bad. I ain't have to put nobody down. <laughs> I ain't have to do none of that. I just said, you know what? Bed needs to be made. Bedroom needs to be clean. Boom. I'm going to do that. Hmm. Because this is an issue for me. Right. Right? It might not be an issue for her. Hmm. It might not be an issue for him. Hmm. It's an issue for me. Hmm. And if it's an issue for me, then why am I why am I making the responsibility of somebody else? Hmm. Because it's, it's it's my issue. It's, exactly. it's not theirs, right? Exactly. So I'm 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 barking on someone else. I'm woofing about what makes me feel comfortable. But I want you to make me feel comfortable. That's not fair to anybody. Right. Right. So I so what I realized was, hey man. You want a clean house? Clean, clean it. If 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 the other person isn't cleaning it, then clean it. You got to do it, right? Or put parameters around you that will make it look like that. Pay right. somebody, You're right? Because at the end of the day, I don't know what your partner, what the other person is going through, but that might not be their thing, right? But if you're trying to be in a relationship with somebody, hmm. And you're trying to force your shit on somebody, hmm. but you ain't gonna be around it. You're not going to be in a relationship long, right? Or you're gonna produce a dysfunctional family. Oh yeah, bro. Which is because what we're look, trying to help you prevent by this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Also, um, it even applies to racism. If we continue to complain about racism to white folks. And they continue to ignore us. Why don't we do something for ourselves? I think that was the key to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's message in a nutshell. You may not agree with his beliefs, but he said, let's focus on ourselves. And we don't have to be together. We don't even have to think alike. All we have to do is stop complaining to other people about what we need to change. They don't even experience white racism like we do. So why are we asking them for solutions? Your thoughts? No, I agree 100%. I think it's your responsibility to take charge of your life. Hmm. And I, I don't think it's fair for you to look around and want other people to be to be responsible or treat you better when you don't even treat yourself right yeah hmm. i think it's foolishness um that was a good session brother we at the 420 mark and uh december 25th happy holidays to the happy audience holidays, brother. Um, um, merry christmas merry um, christmas and everything <laughs> and the yeah. whole nine yeah and um, I don't. I don't know that next Friday is that's New Year's Eve, but I don't know. I'll be available. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Don't don't um, worry about it, brother. I didn't think you would come yeah. on tonight. Um, I wasn't I, I expecting it. I, I didn't either. But um, it's your um, great the atmosphere and environment for that to happen. So, amen. And uh, well, your we'll presence see. is always appreciated. Anytime you do come on, brother. Yeah, absolutely, bro. That's what we do. Indeed. This has been a conversation between two black men about mental health and race. 
we try to keep it lighthearted. None of this should um, be misconstrued as advice. If you are in a medical emergency, make sure that you contact a medical professional. And um, we hope that you did get something out of the podcast, if nothing but a chuckle. Um, any last words, brother? Yeah, and if you're listening to the podcast, particularly on a regular basis, and you have questions, please put those questions out so that our future podcast can address those questions. Because hmm. uh, Brother Douglas and I, we, you know, we kind of speak off the cuff and about the things that we feel that are resonating in the community or that are resonating with, within us. But um, if the listeners or potential listeners uh, have questions, please uh, reach out to the number that uh, Brother Douglas puts out or the email that he puts out um, in terms of topics that you want us to, to discuss. Yes, sir. And we will we'll discuss those things emphatically um, and try to provide, you know, answers, um, potential uh, solutions mm-hmm. to whatever those questions are. Or, um, or we, provide the, the instructions to the work that needs to be put in by by yourself because you actually can't change anyone else but you can put in the work that will change yourself and probably change your reality absolutely um the number is uh 1347-754-7440 if you'd like to leave a voicemail or uh, any comments questions or um just another top topic and you can also reach me at WDFN Universe, all one word, at gmail.com. Any contact information for you, brother? No, um, I think the easiest way to contact me is uh, the information that Brother Douglas just gave out, or yes, you sir. can go to my website at morementalhealthsolutions.com. And you can leave me a response, question there, and um, I'll respond accordingly. Yes, sir. Um, If we don't get um, an opportunity to speak next week, brother, I want to wish you a happy and um, glorious new year filled with uh, many best wishes and success in abundance. But, bro, I feel the same way. Um, inshallah, we'll, you know, we'll speak. Inshallah. Um, I am grateful and humbled by our friendship. Um, yes, sir. The fact that we... <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we have um, been able to maintain a friendship to do a podcast. Um, I don't know Not easy. where... <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, where it's taking us, but um, I think it speaks volumes to um, who you and I are individually, right? Um, who we are as friends, right? Um, I think it means a lot to both of us. That's right. Um, uh, in terms of our commitment of friendship, um, in terms of um, trying to manifest both of our goals. And us working together continuously, you know, to make those things happen. Yes, I am appreciative of that. I am humbled by that. Um, and brother, I just want to say, you know, I'm grateful 
Um, your friendship. Yeah, it's a mutual feeling, brother. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Um, we are going to end the podcast. You have been listening to Black Mental Health and Race. I am MF Doug, and my co-host is... Dr. Moore. Peace to the universe. Peace to God. This is Friday, December 31st. 2021 you have been listening to black mental health and race i am mf doug and on behalf of my co-host dr moore we wish to give you all the greetings and the hope for a positive happy and prosperous new year we won't be on tonight um, or tomorrow night, uh, Friday night, due to the new year coming in. And uh, we thank you all for your participation thus far. Hope to see you in the new year in 2022. Enjoy. Peace to the universe. <laughs>